podcast. Movie, movie, uh, podcast. Movie, movie, podcast. <laughs> I don't care how that's the thing. Movie, movie, podcast. Movie, movie, podcast. Movie, movie, podcast. Are you getting ah! It's just amazing that we've been playing Truth or Dare wrong for so many years. Welcome to the Movie, Movie, Podcast, everybody. Gotta start somewhere, and that's where we're starting today. It's been a little while, but as always, I'm your host, Tiggs. And with me are Russ. I'm your Russ, Russ. Alex. I'm your Alex. And Pete. And I'm your Peter. Oh, man. I don't even know what that was. (laughs) Mine's the only weird one. That is the only (laughs) one. Ah. Got you there. But we have a lot. This is our, uh, I don't know, first quarter of the movie roundup. (laughs) Yeah. First quarter of the year roundup, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a little while. Third of the year, even. Um, So let's just get through this because Avengers is two weeks, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we basically do one of these every time a Marvel movie comes out. <laughs> um, or specifically just to talk about a Marvel movie. Um, before another one comes out. Before <laughs> another one comes out, yeah. That is, uh, that's the name of the game now. Not Truth or Dare. Um, but let's just kick this off because some of us want to go see Rampage and some of us got stuff to do. Um, I'm in the former. Um, so Russ... I'm in the latter. <laughs> I'm in the latter. Former. Uh, let's get a rust down for Black Panther. Oh, okay. I can do that. Woo! Black Panther. Director. Ryan Coogler. T'Challa. The King of Wakanda. Rises to the throne in the isolated, technologically advanced African nation. But his claim is challenged by a vengeful outsider who was a childhood victim of T'Challa's father's mistake. That's one sentence. The way you said that (laughs) sounded like... T'Challa, King of Wakanda, was a co-director. That's what film. I thought it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I honestly thought it was. <laughs> or you were about to like run down the cast. <laughs> that's, a, that's a new part of the Rust Town. It was very listy. Yeah, Rust does not want us to see Rampage. Um, Alex, you saw it. You did it, right, guys. I saw this movie last night. <laughs> <laughs> that is so weird. As Rust was starting to do the Rust Down, I was like. Oh man, I have so much. I was like, I forgot everything I want to say about Black Panther. It's been a while since it's like, been a really long time. It's literally so. I I've never actually got this movie spoiled for me, but I guess you can't really or anything like that. I actually got no details about it in the six weeks it's been out. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. No, it's because as soon as you say you haven't seen Black Panther yet, everybody's like, Are you, "What? Okay." <laughs> People All don't right. even know conversation what to talk about. over. Yeah. But yeah, I gotta say, so I, I really liked it. I, d- I expected it to be a little more action-packed than mm-hmm. it was. Um, I think it was mainly on the world building and the characters, which I liked. I thought everyone in it was fantastic. Yeah, they were. All, like, oh, man. Like, Michael B. Jordan was really awesome. Um, like, yeah, like I don't know. Like, I I really enjoyed the cast. Uh, it was really, like, I thought the after credits and trying putting it back into the Marvel Universe almost felt a little weird at the I end. I didn't like it, yeah. There was no necessary. That was not necessary. Yeah. Spoilers, I guess. We should say that. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Alex, finally, Alex finally sees this February film in April. He's like, just throwing out spoilers after bragging about it not being ruined for him. Yeah, you know this doesn't you come on video for another three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most high, the highest grossing single superhero movie of all time, right? Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, yeah, I, this, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go uh, ahead. Okay, thank you. Um, I would say... Outside of um, Paul Rudd's Ant-Man, this was the first movie, this was the only other Marvel movie, which I'm like, 
man, I can't wait to see these characters talk to this person or this person, talk, yeah. do things with this. Because, I mean, I, I guess the Guardians of the Galaxy have always felt too far away from everything that I've never really thought about picturing them with people. Yeah. And I've always thought, like, their tone's so different. So They're like, already a group. Yeah, yeah I was like, I don't need to see them yeah. interacting. But this movie, I was just like, man, I want to see every single person in this movie talk to every single other Marvel well, Universe person. We just go watch Civil War. Yeah, especially I, Shuri. I, yeah. Oh my god, she yeah. is uh, oh, she's the best. like one of the MVPs of this movie. Oh, yes. absolutely. And, if and not so, the, how many of the characters were were new to the the series in this? Um, everyone but T'Challa, yeah. T'Chanka. Um, I I keep constantly forgetting the main bodyguard's name, Okoye. Uh, Okoye. Okoye. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the three of them I think were in Civil War. Yeah, yeah, they were all at the. Uh... The, uh, the, in the actual bunker yeah. with with uh, Iron Man, um, so I agree, uh, Alex. Well, I, I I feel like the first thirty to forty five minutes of the movie, I was like, man, maybe this movie's just been too overhyped for me. Um, and then and then Michael B. Jordan comes in like full throttle, and it's yeah. like this is the best fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Everything after that, I was just, I was glued to the screen after, like, kind of being down on it in the beginning. Still really liking it, but just being like, all right, I don't know, maybe this is a little well, bit overhyped. I, I, think um, it, I, I think you're right. The, the, the beginning part, like, you kind of don't know quite what you're getting into. And I think that you have to, like, enjoy the, like, once you get to know the characters and start to really like them, mm-hmm. that's when it, like, kind of clicked for me, too. Like, I don't know, like... There were some characters that, I mean, yeah. His sister... Amazing from the beginning. Like, that yeah. was... It's one of those for me, like, trying to deal with, like, the hype of it all. It's one of those that I definitely have to see again, because I felt a little... There was some weird parts that I wasn't, like, super into at the beginning. And especially for me, um, a scene like the first time when he fights Umbaku, um, and they do that pan up of the hill. Yeah. I saw it in oh, not 3D, yeah. and those effects were so bad. Really? Outside they, they of 3D, right. because... It was look. It looked like those. Some of the people who were standing on the cliff were just pasted on. But in three, it should have looked a little deeper. Right. I, they, I, I actually was trying to see if there were repeat people. Yeah, like it was like a, that. that level, and that's something that took me out of it at first. So I was like, I think people are overhyping this. But then it got me back. So I definitely need to see it again, prepared for that sort of style mm-hmm. of effect that, in the opening. The first forty-five minutes I did think was tough. It was a lot of talking and. A lot of and you white people. Are <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> no, it's good. This movie rule. No, we're not saying <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> no, as I said, that 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 effect was the thing that like took me out of it that made me question anything. But I loved Black Panther, James Bond, that yeah. whole sequence. Yeah. Um, oh, that was really cool. I like the whole the way of like the council, the how how like kind of the Council of Wakanda is put together mm-hmm. with it being very. Um, modern and yet very cultural heavy that feels very old. And yeah. I loved all of that. It was, yeah, it was just some of the effects that made me really worried about how Coogler would do um, a full, full-on, like, big-budget action thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in that one scene. So that kind of, like, made, gave me a weird taste in my mouth, but that was washed away very quickly. Don't worry. Okay. I have a black friend. <laughs> <laughs> Not <Hey>. so long. <laughs> No, this movie uh, was great. All criticism, I don't understand. It <laughs> is great. Yeah. And I, I understand I can't be objective because this is the first thing I ever got to have. <laughs> yeah, and if we can pick that apart for you in any way. Yeah, whatever <laughs> you want. Yeah. yeah. 
We got this after Jonah Hex. Oh. What about Steel? Oh, uh, okay. Before. Never mind. Everything's even. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm very excited to see the next next one. I want to see Black Panther more. So- yeah, I want to see. I mean, all yeah. of them were just yeah. Really good. I will say, like when I saw Civil War and Black Panther was in it, like he was cool, like he was interesting. I saw him as like a really nice complimentary character uh, to the Marvel universe as it grows. Yeah, and then this came along, and it's like, oh yeah, no. After Infinity War, when they kill people, or Avengers Four, when they kill people, Black Panther, we're going to be really just good. fine because you can center everything going forward around Black Panther as yeah. either like your your Iron Man world or your Captain America world. Like it doesn't really matter wh- who you try to position him to be. Because he oh, yeah. works as both. Because and- his world uh works and I think him inserted into the Avengers proper. He he's like he's that new character that like everybody gives a shit about yeah or not necessarily the character but his his world because i think his world was better than him um okay. I, I thought like killmonger his his sister as Okoye, an actor the Dora as a and yeah. wakanda itself i thought the world building was so great that um i you kind of want to see the marvel universe kind of come from a little bit of a be a little bit more Wakanda centric going forward because everything's kind of been Stark centric right up to this point, and you don't need him anymore. Yeah, and, and it's I nice think... knowing that, like, yeah, if they're gonna if they're gonna go heavy stakes in the Infinity War and kill people, you've got enough good shit coming in mm-hmm. that you can let either Cap or Iron Man die, and I won't be like, oh, this stinks. Yeah. I mean, the success of this, like, cemented Black Panther's place in everything going forward. Like, he is now going to be a, an integral part of everything. And I think that's that's exciting because it's, like, different than I think maybe it had been before. And it may may have been, had this not come around and been such a hit. Yeah, right. yeah I think we're seeing sort of ramifications of all that, even in the first trailer for Infinity War, that... They were like, you know what, we can save the Guardians of the Galaxy as, like, a fun little surprise button to this trailer for people who might not already know, like, what's going down. Because we can spend so much time being like, here's all the people in Wakanda, and this movie's gonna have a bunch of stuff happen there. Yeah. And that's what brings you in, and then, like, Guardians are just a little fun icing on the cake at the end of that trailer. Right. Like, I remember hearing about Infinity War and being like, oh, shit, the Guardians are gonna be there. That's fucking awesome. But now, as we get closer to it, I'm like, wait, we get to go back to Wakanda this soon? I know, right? Yeah, it, it feels crazy to be going back already. I'm like, ex- I'm excited because, I mean, it's been like 10 years of, of of stakes that have kind of been, you know, added to all these movies. But, like, that's really awesome to be able to go back this soon uh, in, in not a cash grab fashion. But, you right. know, we knew, we knew that Black Panther was going to be what it was. So oh, yeah. we made sure that the next thing we had was as good. Like, you know, yeah. they didn't, like, wait to shoehorn Wakanda in, which would have been kind of lame. Right. Um, I'm interested to see where they go villain-wise, having killed, spoiler alert, <laughs> b- both Claw and Killmonger. Right. It kind of wiped the slate clean of the one character who was already set up as a Black Panther villain in this universe. Right. And then the one that you set up and, frankly, hit out of the park. Right. 
So where do you go next? That's a good question. Um, I, I, yeah, I have no idea because like he doesn't have a crazy deep rogues gallery. No, but um, I, I mean, yeah, comics are comics, and they resurrect people all the time. And Killmonger was resurrected by like I think his mother in like fifteen twenty years ago, and like that was a whole thing. And I was wondering, huh? I wonder if we didn't see. His mom at all because of that, but uh, who knows? But is, they, has, they created a really awesome world, and we yeah. haven't even kind of touched on it too much. But Mbaku, that guy fucking rules. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And that could have been such a nothing. I think that's the thing I liked about this movie is everything could have been a nothing role, right? And none of them were. Well, I mean, they they also like the cast on this is like amazing. So. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah exactly. Like, that helps that, like, everyone here is very talented. Oh, don't get me started. Andy Serkis, <laughs> uh, Mar- Mar- Martin <laughs> Freeman, <laughs> Cavalcade of Stars. Oh, I hate you all. <laughs> has, has anyone, no one's died and come back in the Marvel Universe yet, right? In the cinematic universe. No, but we're about to get Infinity Stones, so... Yeah, shit's gonna, oh, shit's right. gonna go down. All People right. are gonna die. People are gonna come back. It's gonna get weird. Okay, it's yeah. gonna get real dumb. It's gonna be like the dumb part of comic book soon. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can make the argument that Meek died and came back. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, it's amazing that we like we have a world that I want the Marvel Universe to play in, which yeah. which for the longest time we just had characters that we wanted to keep playing with other characters or just keep seeing, and now the, for the first time that like I have a location that I want to go all back. of yeah. the movies to be in. Yeah, beyond yeah. just New York. Yeah, yeah, and all the all the visual stuff in Wakanda, all like the the tech stuff and like the weird train stuff. It looks. I, I think I did see it in three D, and I think it looked awesome. Um, I, I was totally into the visual style that they were given to all of that stuff and all like the the future tech that that they have. Um, yeah, but I did not see it in two D though. So I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, yeah, the rest of it, it was it was that one scene. Was just that one scene. A little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, set, the set design was great, though, and everything. Like, yeah, yeah Shuri's lab yeah. was really fantastic. And I cannot wait for her to meet Iron Man. Oh, oh that's going to be so good. That, that pissing contest is going to rule. It's going to be... Oh, my God. Yeah. That is the part... Oh, uh, yeah. 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 All right, yeah. Let's just go see it again. Okay, let's, why are cool. we going to Rampage? Um... All right, let's let, let's move on to another movie now uh, that a couple of us have seen. Because um, I want to know what everyone thinks is better, Black Panther or Paddington 2. Oh, Lord. Don't let me choose. <laughs> Paddington 2. I say Black Panther. Um, I, I say Black Panther, but Paddington 2. <laughs> Holy. Russ, I give us a rust I am, for it. I... I will try, but I just went to the IMDb page, and it's got, like, animations and little, little Paddington <laughs> rubbing marmalade off of the screen that really? I'm watching. Anyway, this Paddington 2. Awesome. Directed by Paul King, the god. Paddington, <laughs> now happily settled with the Brown family and a popular member of the local community, picks up a series of odd jobs to buy the perfect present for his Aunt Lucy's 100th birthday. <laughs> Only for the gift to be stolen. Boom. What? See this movie. Best picture. So good. It's, I still, yeah, it's, I still it's believe amazing. that this is like some sort of joke. 
No. It's, the not... world is playing on me. So I, I, I like I had I, I so I saw Paddington one. I was I was blown away, and I like immediately started telling everyone about it, getting ready for Paddington two, mm-hmm. and even my expectations were high because I loved the first one. This movie just like is shockingly incredible. Like from the beginning to end, <laughs> I really enjoyed. Shockingly it. Um... incredible. Paddington 2 makes Paddington 1 look like fucking uh, Human Centipede. <laughs> a, P, a Human Centipede 2. Like Ooh. a garbage oh. piece of gutter trash. At least, like, at did least not it's not three. Me. It's, 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 the, there's something about how they write Paddington the character that his endearing nature doesn't come off as kitty or kitschy or silly. Yeah. It He makes you feel what the movie... What what the movie writers are trying to make it seem like he makes the people in the movie feel yeah mm-hmm. like there's that one like Mr Brown gives that speech in 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 when they're about to go like rescue him at towards the end of this movie and he's yelling at um uh uh Doctor Who whose name I can't remember um and he's like yeah. Paddington he's like Paddington looks for the best in everyone and you know what against all odds he finds it and I'm just yeah. like, like oh yeah yep. no, at that moment no, no, it's like no. that's it's like so true they hit the nail on the head because that character is just so fucking like at, at the end of that movie know. like you know exactly what's happening when he's uh, coming downstairs but holy shit was I crying oh, yeah, it's, it's great like unlike Coco or a Pixar movie they they don't like wring the tears out of you with like cute thing after cute thing after touching that touching they just they you know the second that happens what's gonna happen at the end of it and they just take their time getting there yeah they don't pile on but they just take the time and then i love the second it happens it ends they like cut it off yeah that was a that was a really good ending that was we know you're feeling this this is what we want you to feel and that's it like you're there it's 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 weird to see a movie that set pieces are based on being adorable yeah but like him in the barber shop. The music changes a little bit, and you're like, "Oh boy, we're about to go on a cute ride." Yeah, and you do. And so when exciting. he's like painting the the or cleaning, washing the windows, you're like, "Oh man, he's yeah. he's about to be in for it." And it's jet, it's fucking delightful, dude. Like I, I last week I. We put on Paddington too. We had uh, one of Julianne's friends came over who has like a two year old, and he he was transfixed. Like I've he he's like a energetic kid. The second I came down, he was like, "Oh, I'm him." And we're just like, I'm Paddington. And now I got Julianne got a text the other day. It's like all he's watching is Paddington now. I don't know how this movie doesn't do well in the U.S. because it's the fucking cutest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, did it, it did it not do well in the U.S.? No. The first one did okay. The second one didn't do well at all in the U.S., but did fantastically everywhere else. Do we just not have the patience for it? Because it is I just thought, really I don't think he's good. that big of a character on this continent as he is in the U.K. But it's still a kid's movie, and it was January. They didn't have anything yeah. to see. Yeah, I all right. Like I made I, marmalade I, after this movie. I very much enjoyed it. Um, I don't know about like there. This was like ninety nine on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I think that's that's insane. Well, but here's the thing: why no one who like has it? seen that's, Paddington that's so... can say anything bad about it. I mean, that, gotta, that's and, true. And you have to review it within the confines of the fact that this is a children's movie. I agree. If you're saying it's a children's movie, name a better children's movie. I can't think of one. I mean, I've got a poster for Little Giants on my wall, and I would definitely say that. Um, nope, that movie was the Giants and the Cowboys. That's a living nightmare. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, wrong, wrong team. Sorry for you, but um, no. No, I think that this, like, watching this movie, I was, like, transported back to, like, when I was a kid and watching things like that, uh, or, like, a kid in King Arthur's Court, or any of that stuff, but it's, like, it's it's better done than all of those. Um, oh, yeah. It, it's, and yeah. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, was, but, was there never a, a Paddington movie or anything like that before? Like, is this... Well, there was the Paddington time. 1, since this is... Well, I know, but... but... But no, like it hadn't been made into a series previous prior to like two, three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like it's 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 so weird because like, granted, it goes to places you wouldn't expect. Like he when he like he goes to jail and like and all that weird stuff. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's the and jail it's stuff good. is really good. It's real good. <laughs> jail stuff's real good. And, is, is it Oz? Yeah, it's exactly kind of, like that. It's actually a lot like Oz. So, and it's like, but it, so Cute it goes to what you expect, but the things that you do expect, like wh- how it sets up, as Russ says, when the music slightly changes, you get giddy. Like, yeah. I was in the theater, and when everyone would leave the room and you realize no one's around, it's just Paddington in a room, you would get excited because he's about to get into some shit. Which yep. is just like, so so weird for other kids' movies that set up hijinks, and you're like, okay, I see where this is going. Yeah. And you 100% know, but it's, because it's set up in the sense of, like, he's Buster Keaton, he's Charlie Chaplin, like. But just so much more adorable and nicer. <laughs> yeah, man, I could, I could watch that, that window, that first window washing scene with him trying to figure out the that's ladder. Funny. Yeah, that's. Oh, any that's second, so and it just tickles me so, so hard. Adorable. And then la- la- last thing I'll say because I could talk, I could gush yeah, we, about we could, this movie for yeah. forever is when it got a ba- when Hugh Grant got a BAFTA nomination for supporting actor, I was like, okay, we get it. The UK really likes Paddington because that's their thing. That's bullshit. And then you go and you see it, and you're like, oh, holy shit! Hugh Grant is like not he's like giving a real performance, and it's funny like, too. The movie has really good actual acting performances in it. Yeah. Everybody knows they're in a kids movie, but Hugh Grant's doing something a little different. Yeah. It's like he's in a he's acting as though it's not a kids movie and it's like higher art. And he treats it and I think that's the thing I like about the movie is it it doesn't it respects that kids can still have things that are made with high quality. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Now, you didn't feel that way about the emoji movie? Oh. The emoji movie wasn't even good, Dad. <laughs> oh, all right. We could keep talking about this for a while. Um, so let's just let's just move on and let's talk about. Uh, how about can we get a rust down for Annihilation? Ah, shit! I had Pacific Rim ready. Let's talk about uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> Directed by Stephen S. Denight. Jake Pentecost, son of Stacker Pentecost, reunites with Mako Mori to lead a new generation of Jaeger pilots, including rival Lambert and his 15, and 15-year-old hacker Amara against a new kaiju. What words am I saying? That's too many nouns. That's <laughs> Was that one sentence as well? Yes. Oh. Jake, right. son of Stacker, Mako, Jaeger, Lambert, Amara, Kaiju. Okay, so... I liked it. I was going to say, Russ, I feel like you probably liked it. I thought it was... I thought it was fun. It skews definitely way younger than the first Pacific Ring. so younger. It's crazy. It feels like a Power Rangers movie. That's exactly what I was going to say and why I figured you liked it. (laughs) And that worked for me. Like It's not great by any means, uh, but it's fun. It, yeah, it kept me interested. It kept me into it more so than other like sort of actiony movies this year, like uh, you know Tomb Raider, Commuter, 
Proud Mary, like that sort of stuff. Like I was more into this than those. Really, I yeah. thought Tomb Raider is a thousand times better. <laughs> I really like Tomb Raider. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> We'll get to that later. We will. But yeah, uh, yeah, but it, yeah, definitely skews younger, but it's still fun. Um, I, I, I thought some of the action was was good, and um, I, I don't know. I liked, I liked. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge John Boyega fan. I enjoyed him, and I thought yeah. the little girl was was decent for being like. Yeah, she was. She was cool. Completely cookie cutter of a character. Uh, yeah, I, I thought like it was very obvious that this was going to be uh, a much younger skewing movie. When you know the first movie, you had like Idris Elba, and in this movie, John Boyega is literally the oldest person you see on screen at any given time, and he's like what twenty yeah. nine at this Wait. point. Yeah. So, and then everyone else is just fifteen years old. Yeah, and they're just doing the power. I guess Charlie show. Day is the oldest person. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Charlie. Oh, Day. they brought him back. Or? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and he does play a pretty good role in it. But like, yeah, by the end of the movie, I was just like, I just, I just don't care about any of these characters that I'm watching fight right now. And sure, and I, I like don't care uh, either. And I like, I like uh, Evangelion, and I like kaiju movies more, way more than I like Power Rangers stuff. So yeah. like this, and this was not this was. If the first one was Evangelion, this one was Power Rangers or something like so, like that's well, what. But, and that's but what it was a good episode of Power Rangers. Were there any good episodes of Power Rangers? Yeah. Uh, and also, John Boyega, he is 26. So he was the oldest person, and I am eight years older than him. <laughs> this movie skewed fucking young. Yeah. Um, and I think I wasn't expecting that. Like, I sat in the theater watching this movie and just, like, almost thinking out loud, did I like the first movie? Like, <laughs> I like over and over again, which is not a good sign for me. <laughs> I think this movie is, and it sounds like it's not really, I'm not really saying it's good. It was 100% fine. Yeah. <laughs> it did not do, so, it did awesome overseas, I think. Yeah. Yeah, this movie was not made for U.S. audiences. This was totally, you could tell, like, oh, they made this movie for international box office. Yeah, so. Which is weird that we're going to start getting way more and more of that, because this really shouldn't have even gotten a sequel. No. The oh, first no. one made, I think, like three hundred million, but it cost one fifty. So that's really just making that's just breaking even, maybe. Right. I'm I'm surprised that uh, all the trailers, uh, like the the most recent trailers for the movie, none of them are like from the mind of Academy Award winning director Guillermo <laughs> del Toro or something yeah. just to pull more people in and I was just like this is why wouldn't they just capitalize off of that right now I don't think yeah it's, 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 the, it's a get, completely different audience did he have like an EP credit at least on this I assume he must have he, yeah, definitely, he has to have a character credit if Charlie Day was in it right yeah um yeah, uh, I, uh, yeah, I think I was just, I was expecting, I, I mean, it's so weird to say, I was yeah. expecting more from a giant robot movie. Um, but I was. Cool. I, was. I got, uh, ex- actually not exactly what I thought, because this was way different than I thought it would be, but I thought it was like kind of fun, and Charlie Day was fun and weird. What's, uh, the, what's the, the other dude? I don't He was in Burn uh, Torchwood, I never yeah. remember his name. That guy fucking owns this movie if he like that like, every time he was on screen i was like this guy is just this is the only reason i have not walked out of this movie right now is this guy <laughs> would you believe that he is a mere 10 years older than us really Dude, that is so life. sad god all right speaking of sad things russ can you give us the rust down for annihilation <laughs> oh yeah sure. i'll go there right now annihilation uh, not Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> oh, give us that Direct- one too. Directed by Alex Garland. 
A biologist signs up for a dangerous secret expedition into a mysterious zone where the laws of nature don't apply. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, that's that kinda, about right. That's about right. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I I know a lot of people didn't like this, and I understand. Who? It's... It's not, you can't really expect, I, I don't know what you would expect from this movie, but if you were expecting sort of a, an action-y, adventure movie, it's not that. I think it's a bit headier. Um, but I super liked it. I, I, I enjoyed it. I really, I thought it was really interesting. I thought it was kind of weird. I completely get why they sold off the international rights to Netflix right away. Yeah. Because who, who... It's a, it's sad, but this kind of movie, even more so than Ex Machina, which I I loved, like, but Ex Machina is a word of mouth type movie. Annihilation is like a weird sci-fi movie that I can't see a lot of people even being curious about. Yeah, and I think it's really interesting, and I think it does some cool stuff. But I like as a studio head, I don't know that I would have really I would have greenlit this movie. I really don't think I would have, unless I was trying to really make it more Oscar-y, yeah. which this isn't. Yeah, I'm sure but it's I more really like, you know, it. Alex Garland gets, like, carte blanche after Ex Machina. Ex Machina yeah. um, but I get worried that he might fall into, who's that guy? Robots? Robots that look kind of real? Chappy? You know who I'm talking about. Um, oh, uh, Neil Blomkamp? Yes. I'm, yeah. I worry that he might go the Blom- Blomkamp route, where they give him one or two movies, and then they're like, oh, wait... Uh, you were a one-trick pony. Not to say this was bad, because I enjoyed yeah. it. I really well, liked let, it. Let's not say this is bad as Chappie. I can't imagine. I what, haven't seen it yet. But... What no, if, this isn't what even if... bad, but this is just so inaccessible, and it's not a movie that will ever make money. Yeah. Is it based on anything? I forget. A book series. Oh, yeah. oh is it really? Oh. Yeah, there's three books. Oh, I didn't realize that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I liked it. I wasn't crazy about it, but I did like it. Um... I feel, I don't know, man. Watching Natalie Portman act is like just so tough sometimes. <laughs> and not she, just because she can be overly serious. Yeah. And I, not to say that I mean the movie was serious, but sometimes she just brings that like I'm swinging for the serious movie fences. Yeah. When, like when you need somebody who is more aware of the fact that. Like, this is, like, kind of... Yeah, it's brainy sci-fi, but it's also kind of silly as she's well. She's, like, speaking it like she's Queen Amidala at the fucking Galactic Senate, and I just can't take it. Yeah. I have to t- like, you're just like, okay, I, I get it. Um, and it's like, I felt like everybody else knew what movie they were in. Yeah. Oscar Isaac. I, at first, I was just like, oh, man, all right. And then it was like, oh, yeah, no, this whole event, this makes sense. This character, like, this is why he is like that. And it was, yeah. and it, it's, it's, like, very obvious from the, from the get-go. Um, but you know, that's not the point of it. Uh, there, uh, yeah, it, I have to watch this movie again to, um, Me too. we have Paddington two on in the background right now. Um, I have to watch this movie again just to like, to get everything about it because it is one of those like super heady sci-fi movies. It's just like, yeah. uh, like I went to work the next day and talked to someone about it. And he was just like, I read an article that it was all about this. And I was like, wait, Oh, oh we will talk yeah, about whatever I- that was later. Yeah. <laughs> And I saw it when I was kind of tired, so there were parts it. of it that I'm like, okay, uh, what's good? But I would, I, I need to give this a second chance because I, as much as I enjoyed it, I know I didn't give it my full attention. I agree, and and I feel like 
there, you know, between like this and Blade Runner, because of how much shorter this is, it's like, oh yeah, I'll totally watch this again. And, and, like, <laughs> but yeah. I, it was a snow day for me. We, I got like a late dis, early dismissal. I got home and I was like, maybe I'll go see a movie. And I looked and saw it was under an hour and forty minutes. And yeah. I was like, well, get in my car right now, go yeah, see that shit. There, I thought there was something else I want to say, but I do not remember it now. Um, but yeah, see it. It's yeah. good. Yeah, I think. And it's and it's it's on Netflix in every other country except for ours right so now. I'm sure we'll, yes, we'll go to Netflix I, soon. But that means it has leaked in solid quality. It has. You're about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alex, what were you going to say? No, no, because I had heard about the the director Netflix thing, and I had actually like I think I messaged one of you guys being like, "Hey, I, I thought this was going to Netflix, and we couldn't find it." And there's my answer why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but all right, let us move on. There's only one other movie that three of us have seen that Alex hasn't seen, uh, and then a whole bunch of other movies that Alex hasn't seen, um, but some of us too. So let us finish up our trio with A Quiet Place, our trio of yeah, Oh, man. Director John Krasinski. JK. Uh, a family's forced to live in silence while hiding from creatures that hunt by sound. Boom. Done. That's the movie. This is my favorite movie of the year so far. It's great. It's so great. It it kicked it kicked in the doors to my top ten. Yeah, I expected to just like it, like I like a lot of scary movies. Yep. Uh, oh, do you like scary movies? <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, <laughs> I thought I would like it. I fucking love this movie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the big thing is like, uh, like the one thing I've been saying about it. A lot of movies will have a like really heavy like premise that that think they're very clever, but then constantly cheat in yeah. their own truth. And I don't think this movie cheats on its premise. Nope. No, and I think sticks to it. And I like that it doesn't take little shortcuts. Like, there's never a time in which you know they just throw something away and the thing runs after it like in right. Tremors or something. Like, no, this movie is Alien. This is the original Alien from like front yes. to back. Like that is yes. what this movie feels like. That is what you this are, movie is. That's that's so that's so one hundred percent accurate because I was stressed the fuck yes. out. Yes, from the opening goddamn moments of this movie, where I'm just like, I saw this happen. Like, oh, I know what's gonna happen. They do it so well because yeah. it's, a lot of that's in the trailer, and there's something. Yeah, something happens in the first five and minutes it, of this movie. It, doesn't in which, ha- it happens uh, the opposite way in the trailer. Yeah. So <laughs> even when you've seen when you've seen the trailer and you know the premise, you're like, I know how this is about to shake out, and it's different. And it from that moment on, you are uncomfortable and yeah. worried about com- what's gonna happen. And like, and and. Like, thinking in myself, like, oh, I know what's about to happen because I saw the trailer. And then, like, it's just going on a little bit too long to where you start thinking to yourself, like, wait, is that, am I wrong? Is something else? And then it does. And you're just like, I don't know what to expect anymore. And then it it has its little jump. And then the next, one of the next thing you see, I'm not going to spoil anything. You see, um, what's her, Emily Blunt with the oxygen tank. And then it sets up something so much different. I'm like, oh, my Christ. Like. Look, and that I think that's what made me like this movie so much. And we talk about world building with Black Panther is like they did so much building of this world. Like when you see the trailer, you're like, okay, they have to be quiet. I get it, but like <laughs> ha- they're they're gonna talk. They're gonna they're gonna make more noise than you think is necessary for people who need to be quiet. And they don't. But no. Wow. Like These they go to the waterfall in order to talk make to one another. Sound. It's it's so much is it's so good. I I will say like the ending like some cheesy yeah, stuff. It's yeah, it's kind of cheesy. It gets a little cheesy then, which I'm totally fine forgiving because of everything else before yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It was just so good. Alex, you this more than anything else on this list, this is the one to see. Yeah, um, I, like there's some cheesy stuff, and the ending could come off poorly, but I love the very, very end of this movie so much. Oh, uh, I thought it fucking ruled. Yeah, I was, I, I literally was just like, ah, uh, oh yeah, yeah. I think, I think his <laughs> record board is I the feel like cheesiest. That's what thing. my whole theater said. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really great. It, it's a crowd. It's a ah, uh, it's a crowd pleaser. It's weird that it's making as much money as it's making. That, it, that's completely boggles my mind. But it's a resounding success. Yeah, and... I think. Yeah, I think if this came out when Rampage wasn't coming out this week, and Truth or Dare, and Avengers next week could have been number one two weeks in a row if it came out yeah, at a easily, quieter time. Easily, easily. Yeah. See it. See it. Yeah. It's really good. That yeah, see it. Cool. But now let's talk about the twos. The one. No, we still no. have one more to do of a, of, a, of the all of us group. Oh, okay. We don't yeah. have to. Oh, we're jumping back to. We, do, we don't have to, but let's. Just, no, we we gotta. We talk about it quickly. Oh yeah, here's the ladder scene. Um, sorry. Uh, let, can we get a rust down for Ready Player One? I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Ready Player One director Steven Spielberg. When the creator of a VR world called the Oasis dies, he releases a video in which he challenges all Oasis users to find his quote-unquote Easter egg, which will give the finder his fortune. So, the entire time I'm watching this, I I keep thinking to myself, like, did somebody give Simon Pegg's script to Mark Rylance and Mark Rylance's script to Simon Pegg? Because I feel like those two people should have been playing the opposite characters in this movie. Yeah, I think Mark Rylance's portrayal was good, but didn't fit. I think, I think it was a little too, too, it was a little too good. far. You think it was good? I, I don't know if it was good. I don't think anything was good. No. I, I like that the opening race, I was like, man, I am in for what if this rest of the movie's like this, and it wasn't. I like that. I thought that race was fun. It was it was Spielberg oh, action. That was great. The opening race. There that one. It but was how, fine. All right, so, like, how long... All right, we're, uh, just from now on, spoilers for this movie. So, I don't know, turn off the podcast, because I'm going to go on a rant for a little bit. Uh, it's also a book, and... Yeah, and yeah, it's... Fuck off. It's wildly different book in a lot of cases. Um, so, people have... So, like, this race happens, like, all the time, right? And yep. it's been years, and no one's ever gone backwards. That's the first fucking thing. Like, if you're trying to break a game, people are going, like, how is no one, fig- like, it doesn't make any sense for it to have gotten, like, that far into this, and then, and that, to It's, yeah, it's weird that, it's, that the race has been going on so long for no one to try something different. Yeah. Like, maybe in the first couple weeks when, so, like, exactly. only one person has tried the race, and you're like, damn, this race is hard, and then it's all about how the race is hard. Yeah. But after a while, you think people will try to break it. Which, the, like, that's what people do with video yeah. games, and this is a video game. And I also, so the, the another thing about the book that I like a lot more uh, than in the movie is that in the book it feels like, um, or, or it is that the Oasis is where people just, like, school happens yeah. in the Oasis. So, it, 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 like, the importance of the Oasis comes off more than in this where it's just like, oh, it's... it's it felt like Warcraft. everyone was just super into first-person shooters. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I feel like that, that, di- like that break, like, kind of kills it. It, because... didn't, it didn't sell the importance of the Oasis. Yeah. Other than being a game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which it's not and, in the book. In and, the book, it's it, like where life happens. Yeah, and almost. the book, honestly, book, not great. But, <laughs> but it's super fun to read. Like, it's it's an easy yeah. read. To... Well, there's a you, there's a hump you have to get over, and then it becomes fun to read. Yeah. But that, that first yeah. scene in, in the book in the basement, when they're talking about shit, I wanted to punch every character it's like, in the face. It's like 70 pages of just backstory in the book before yeah. anything really happens. But I'm totally fine with that. Um, but, alright, so... 
the ending of this movie just makes me so mad. <laughs> or I yeah. guess you'd say the chase at the end. Oh, I thought you were talking about when he's like, and you know the thing about reality? Oh, God. That, it's okay. Real. I also hate that. Or when he's like, you know what? This movie a fanboy knows a hater. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So, all right, wait, wait. Hold on. But the weird thing, that conversation is the most like the book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is why it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah. So they're in this big car chase, and he has a key, and he has to get the key into the hole. Okay? And he can't because the, there's a chase going out, and he's just being thrown all over the place. And then he finally does it, and he gets into this next room, and it's Mark Rylance talking to him next to a giant button that he's just like, if you push this button, everything stops. And they're still in the car chase, but there, no one's getting thrown around anymore. How, what just happened? Are they, they're not stopped. They're like, that is... How what is the point of the button, though, anyway? Exactly! <laughs> like, yeah. What is the point... Of anything, nothing. This there is, no is the point. dumbest fucking movie I've ever seen. And that's and, and, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, uh, and uh, and every time I see a now. fucking ad for this, and it's like Spielberg at his finest. I'm like, are, no. that's offensive. I think Spielberg's overrated, and I think a lot of people do as well. But that's offensive. He has this made is good a, movies. It's been a long this time. This is a fucking <laughs> piece of garbage. Yeah. Everything about the the thing. I maybe I liked five minutes of the shining scene. I actually I, I did enjoy. It, it was the best I like, part of the movie until it was like zombies dancing. That was but funny. I thought it was like kind of fun and funny, and I thought H was it was like interesting. I like yeah. that character, but like H is really good. This is a stupid fucking movie. And I like Everything that they about kept it the is dumb. Of H from the book. everyone's motivations are stupid. Yeah, Samantha. Or Artemis, whatever the fuck your name is, you are no worse than Parzival. So why are you saying you're the one who can say uh, it? Why so are you just like, as much oh, shit I'm as so shit. disfigured. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? I had to, I was staring at the screen saying like, wait, what's, why is she so? It's annoying, because that girl's a good actor. She's in Thoroughbreds. We'll talk about it later. She's really good. Oh my god. Uh, that, was just, that was so annoying. And then she's it, just, just all over him the second. It's like. Oh man, yeah. She's just like like talking like one inch from his mouth and like staring at it. And you're just like, didn't you guys just met and you've been like, so with the, why? Yeah. There's no. I hate all of the motivation in this movie because there is none and it's just shit happening. Yeah. Um, if I was like movie... eight, I would have loved this movie though. And yeah. Right now. I'm sorry. This, this right. world, the world that was created, is not a healthy one. No. And this movie makes zero commentary on that other than, hey, Tuesdays and Thursdays, we shut that bitch down so you can live in the real world. But the other five days out of the week, be an unhealthy fucking piece of shit. Also, he's not a bad guy because at the end, spoiler alert, don't really care that much. He divides the money amongst like an 11 year old and like his bros. Oh, all the, all when he could have made like the largest redistribution of wealth in the world, right. people seem to be very poor, yeah. like <laughs> super poor. But you but live in a of... fucking trailer park. But in don't worry, uh, we're not gonna change the rules and make this free to play or anything like that. We're gonna just say fuck it. We're rich instead of just like yeah. it makes no sense. If you live but, in one of those high-rise trailer parks, on the days that it's closed, what the fuck do you do with yourself? Yeah. <laughs> right. You, 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 all you've done is make the poor people realize they're fucking poor. <laughs> Not even for two back-to-back days. They get, they, they have a <laughs> day 
like at least you can like get yourself geared up for like the reverse weekend effect where it's like all right i'm going to shit for two days straight but it's like no you get shit regular day shit nothing makes sense alex you what, what were you gonna say for multiple most of this time <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> jesus doesn't matter uh no i was gonna say yeah this movie is many many years too late yeah, and I'm sure that they couldn't make it at the time for budgetary or technological constraints, but way too much has happened in terms of just culture, nerddom, all these things that like this is so cloying and terrible. That's and, a great word. Yeah, and it's just it, it's imba- it's cringy and embarrassing. Like that. That's the way I felt. That like yeah, maybe like 23 year old me who thought I was like super unique because i read comic books might have liked this but 32 year whatever (laughs) like but but back when like i feel like 10 years ago when like it seemed more fringe or 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 something like that to like these things yeah like i'm not impressed by someone listing off movies and stuff like that anymore yeah yeah like it it's just it's not like it's not entertaining and this is just a like like yeah, like occasionally be like, Oh, there's the Serenity or something like that. I think that was in there for a second. Yeah. Um but like other than that it, this is just it's any rough. other Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's any other movie besides yeah. that. It's like it, it just it comes off as reference for reference sake the entire time. Uh and and the book was similar to it, but I don't know what what it was about the book that it, it like it felt important to it and it wasn't just like oh I mean What's uh, like in the book? One of the challenges is is doing all of war games. Yeah, fuck that book. <laughs> I know. Like, that's the thing. Is, now I hate that book so much. Look at like like with this behind it and remember things like oh. And like just one last shitty thing about this movie. Yeah, please, yeah. we got to move on. Uh, I agree. You're a PG thirteen movie that's like Spiel. That's like trying to be classic Spielberg wonder for kids stuff that back in the day would have been PG, but we don't get PG movies anymore, so it's PG-13. Yeah. Why is there an F-bomb for fucking Chucky? No, that was... So, like, oh, that's the... Chucky. I forget. Yeah, I, I, I forgot about that this important thing. In the, let's say, okay, it's, it's currently 2018. Yeah. And how important is Chucky in the zeitgeist of pop culture today? No, okay, so there is... Just, quite, just someone answer that question for me. There's a YouTube video of, like, a three-year-old Irish girl trying to say something and instead saying fucking Chucky that has been, like, posted on social media a bunch within, like, the last... I don't even know how long. Like, I saw it a couple months ago for the first time. And that's what it was referencing. This entire movie feels like when in X-Men they had the Juggernaut say, I'm the Juggernaut, bitch! That's what this movie <laughs> yeah. is, just extended to... a. Two and a half hours. Yep. Yep. Oh god, the jugger. Oh my god. That's the the weirdest thing about the chuggy reveal is like in this world, like you're like a super duper like gun toting like monster dude, and it's a doll with a knife. Yeah. Like, fuck it. <laughs> all right, so let's get. I, I need. We need to stop. Yeah. Let's let's power through some of yeah, these. Let's go. All right. Uh, so do we want to do what? rust downs for all these other no, ones? No. No. Okay. No. All right. No, so Cloverfield no. Paradox. Fuck that movie. Fuck that movie. <laughs> super dumb. Um, Tomb Raider. You really liked it. I enjoyed, I didn't like, I don't think it's a good movie, but I like, yeah. of, of between like this, Ready Player One, uh, Pacific Rim, uh, Death Wish, um, 
of all of like the really dumb action movies that have come out this year, I feel like this is on top of it for me. I, I, I oh. thought it was a little slow to start, um, and I think it borrowed a little I, too much from Last Crusade at times. I was totally okay with that after Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, and Tomb Raider. And Red Sparrow. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. Uh, that was just bad. Oh, man. Red Sparrow's insulting. Like, it's... It, it's it's so difficult to watch, too. Yeah, and it's not like... There's never any, like, man... You know what? They really made sense why we had to see this woman rape so many times. Constantly. Okay, well, what about The Commuter? Super dumb, but it's, I, it's I like all expect, the references yeah. to New York. Yeah. <laughs> like the red, red line or green line. The ladies. really bullshit where... <laughs> 86, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I Kill Giants. Okay, I want to see this. Fucking see it, dude. It's incredible. Really? Yeah. Really good. I really thought good. we were talking about this one. Uh, it actually came out for realsies this year. Yeah, oh, okay. I saw it at a festival. Oh... Wow. We had a scoop. Yeah, it's great. It's it, you can rent it on Amazon. It's yeah, fucking I, fantastic. I'm, I'm gonna do that soon. Uh, Maze or pirate it. I mean, Maze Runner don't. is so long. <laughs> it's I know it it's been three movies about forty five minutes longer than it needs to be. But Walton Goggins eats that screen up. Oh, I like Walton Goggins. <laughs> well, something eats his face up. Yeah. Uh, Death Wish. I didn't see nah. that. Oh, am I the only one who saw Death Wish? You yeah, Death Wish is supposed to be on the one list. Oh, Death Wish should be on the one list. Oh my god. Have, I've never seen a movie that comes off as like NRA propaganda more than Death Wish. <laughs> That's all I'll say about it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really like Isle of Dogs. Really? Yeah. I liked it. Shit. Yeah. Alright, so I, I do a brief brief rundown of why for both of you. I don't know. I've, I like, I never really got into the characters at all. Like, I, I thought like the opening was really beautiful, and then it just got too... Like... The exposition became too much. I was like, okay, Wes Anderson, we get... Is it too Wes Anderson? Your whimsy here. Okay. But I fucking love that. And I, well, granted, I, I, I've been off him since... Like, I didn't super love Grand Budapest or Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, I really love Moonrise And I just, like, I don't know. I couldn't get into it. I didn't super care about any of these dogs. Okay. Uh, yeah. Russ? I care about the dogs. <laughs> and like the movie, uh, I thought it, it had clever usage of translation when there was translation. Okay. And uh, I think they it didn't insult our intelligence when we didn't need things to be translated. I only had That's one good. issue with the character of Tracy, like the white expat girl who yeah. uh, was there. That, she was like kind of annoying because I think they felt as though we needed an audience avatar. Right. That's the only real thing I took issue with. But other than that, I was like, this is fun. It's not fantastic, Mr. Fox, yeah. but it is beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. I, I want to see it. Uh, Wrinkle in Time. Um, there's some pretty stuff, but it's pretty for pretty sake. There's nothing really to those scenes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I just didn't, I, I didn't super see the point of a whole lot of it. Game night. Okay. Game night. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams have some fantastic chemistry and every scene that's the two of them doing some hijinks is delightful. When this movie wants to be clever about how how it's like mystery kind of is dealing, it's kind of annoying, but there's some funny stuff. It's probably got my funny, the funniest scene of the year so far. Really? Um, in in oh. one scene um, that is so delightful. Right. Thoroughbreds. Thoroughbreds. Uh, absolutely see it. I think it's so good. It's really? such a great... Uh, perfect little indie movie and the girl who plays uh, Artemis is in it and is fantastic in Thoroughbreds okay. uh, Death, Death of Stalin. Stalin if you like Veep see Death of Stalin it's hilarious but it's super dark uh, because like a ton of people get killed really because like, it's fucked up like yeah, yeah. but it's so funny right, um, it's so that. wonderful if you're into uh, the sort of style of Veep okay yeah I like In the Loop a lot I've never actually watched Veep though um, 
I like it. Oh, it's great. Game Over Man. Game Over Man is, is the worst. Even if you like Workaholics, oh. it's terrible. God, that's what I, I like I, Workaholics, I, and I, I won't watch it. Yeah. I, that's exactly why I'm not watching it. I feel like I've outgrown that. What, yep. What the fuck is The Ritual? The Ritual's a horror movie on Netflix. It's a Netflix original oh. with Rafe Spall. It's good. Oh. It's enjoyable. Is it better? What was the one that they had last time with the, the woman who was mute? Oh, Hush? Hush, yeah. I've heard very good things about I like Hush a lot. I like Hush a lot. Hush is really fun. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Insidious, the last key... Oh, wait, no. Oh, sorry. Hurricane Heist first. Uh, uh, is that movie fun? It's dumb as shit. It's it's basically Twister with a heist going on. Is that movie on. fun? <laughs> it's Hard Rain, but with a Twister going on. <laughs> yeah. Basically. I like Hard Rain and Twister. Yeah, you know what? I mean, hey, if, if if Lockout gives us this movie, then how bad could it be, right? Because I don't mm-hmm. think that lady's been in anything since Lockout. <laughs> yeah, didn't think so. Uh, Insidious, the last key. Man... This this movie actually could have been really good, and then it just kind of drops it. It, it killed it. like there's there was something really cool there, um, and then it just it just loses it. And it's also another prequel, in case you're wondering. Wait, is oh, Google... I thought it was a sequel to two. Uh, wait, is two okay? Uh, spoiler for two. Doesn't the old lady die? Oh, all right. Well, I'm pretty sure she dies at the end of two, and then they wanted to bring her back, so they did it for, and then so they brought her back for three, which is the prequel, and this is more of a sequel to three, and but still, she's alive because she's the main character. Oh, okay. Um, or maybe I just don't remember these movies that well. You were never it's really a... here. Um, I, I, I liked the first minute of this movie. I thought the next like twelve were super boring, and then I really enjoyed the rest of it. it base, it's very much indie movie taken. Um, it's super weird in all those ways. All right, so before we get to that one, Proud Mary. Uh, it's the worst movie of the year. Oh. Um, it is so terrible. Um, wow, because wow. it's got a black woman. <laughs> I'm the only one that's oh. seen it. <laughs> it's so bad. It's it's. I don't know what it thought it was going to be. Like it was one of those things. Where, like, oh man, let's make a John Wick or like a kind of action movie with uh, Taraji, and it would be really cool. It it plays like a late 90s early 2000s like Jet Li movie like a Romeo and Juliet or um, Romeo Must Die Romeo Must Die come on like Uh, it's so bad so bad alright Early Man I don't even know what that is Early Man was the new Ardman um, claymation the guy it's I hated it I thought it was so unfunny it was such a bummer Dunn liked it though yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Winchester. I wanted to see this. Uh, it's fine. Like okay. if you're in the mood for a horror movie, watch it. It's kind of silly. Um, it's a got it's, but it's kind of a clever, fun premise. What they actually do with that house and yeah. how they kind of put it together. But it's amazing how much money it seems they spent on it for kind of how dumb it was always going to be. Okay. And now, all right, Blockers, dude. Blockers is great. What? Uh, just... It's 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 probably this year. It has the worst trailer. It does. It has a really bad. It's the trailer's so bad because the trailer tried to highlight its like gross-out comedy set pieces, and each one of those is pretty dumb in the movie. When it tries to be super funny, like you know, when it tries to be like a um, like a super bad or a uh, I can't like an old school like any of that shit, it's not good. Okay. But the story of the parents and these three girls is so fucking real and well done. Okay. And really interesting and like. The way it ends up with all three of these families is fucking great. Really? And, and, and like, storylines that you've never seen before. Really? Characters that you've, like, and, like, opinions that you've never really heard. Like, it's super sex positive, super duper um, uh, open to, you know, uh, female sexuality is treated really well in this. It's really, really great. Okay. One of the characters. I thought parents could be such blockers. 
Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. We'll end it there. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on the web at MovieMoviePodcast.com. Find us on Twitter at MovieMoviePC. You can email us your thoughts, comments, complaints, uh, and just tell us how Pete's uh, super racist. Uh, and we'll totally read them. Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us and rate us on iTunes by searching for The Priest and the Beekeeper, which is the name of our improv troupe. Uh, we have a show the third Thursday of every month with our good friend and stand-up Nick Maritato. Uh, and our other friend. And, and our other friend, uh, Zach Sims. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot. Now he's going to be co-hosting. Or, so that's like a... Is there a triple co-host? Um, we got a show coming up uh, next week, April 19th at 8 p.m. at Long Island City's The Creek in the Cave. So come on and out. Have some fun. Uh, good drink specials. Good food. I think we're done for the for the next three or four months guys so um thank you guys for listening thank you guys for being here and thank you all we'll see you next time on the movie movie podcast yeah rampage starts in 10 minutes